Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, we are going to talk about why you, my sister, need to let go of food guilt in light of God's grace. Because let's be honest, A lot of you are walking around feeling guilt, condemnation, shame. You're bashing yourself in your head. There's a ton of negative self-talk. You're being mean to yourself in ways that you would never, ever speak to even a stranger. And yet all of this is happening at the hand of a food choice. Choosing between broccoli or butterscotch has become a moral decision, and that does not line up with the Word of God. The Word of God tells us that all foods have been declared clean, and that God cares about what comes out of our heart, not what goes into our stomach. And so that's why today we're going to dig into why grace is way better than food guilt and how that is the key to changing once and for all. But first, I want to share a little something that's super important, and I don't want you to forget it as we continue to talk. This is speaking about the voice of the Holy Spirit and conviction. So now, I don't want you to confuse conviction with guilt or condemnation. The voice of the Holy Spirit is very gentle. It's something you're going to feel within your heart, your spirit, your gut, however the Lord speaks to you. But it's a prompting from within that lines up with the Word of God. Now, maybe you've experienced this in other areas of your life. Say you felt that need to go and share the gospel with someone or to go up in front of church and ask for prayer. Whatever it may be, and whether you were obedient to the calling or not, that conviction came with a firm kindness that comes from a loving parent. Child, you need to go and do this. Child, I love you. This is what's best for you. That is so different than guilt. And yet, sometimes when we're disobedient to that calling, we can get away from conviction, which is, you know, a little uncomfortable, let's be honest, but it's not wrapped in condemnation that makes us want to run and hide from God. So let's keep the conviction in our lives, but let's ditch the food guilt. Sound good? Deal? Okay, cool. <laughs> so why do we think we need to feel guilty for our, for our food choices? The first thing is, sometimes we feel like we need to pay. I have made a poor choice, and if I don't punish myself, I'm going to keep repeating the problem. However, evidence is probably shown in your life that that's not the case. We fear that if we aren't mean to ourselves, that we'll let it all go, that we'll no longer be motivated to be changed, and we'll live off Twinkies and soda for the rest of our lives. We're afraid that if we're not mean, who will discipline us? Where will the self-control come from? How will we ever change? And yet guilt has more negative side effects than it does positive outcomes. In fact, everything that I I listed actually sounded pretty negative to me. I'd be uh, puzzled to be able to come up with a positive outcome from feeling really, really bad about yourself. Guilt, it leads to negative self-talk. It keeps ourselves focused on us, which is not where the solution lives. 
We think how we are the problem. We lack self-control. We are never going to get it. I am this. I am that. Everything is about ourselves and our eyes are not on Christ, which is where the true solution to the problem is. It can become so painful, so negative, so hopeless that that guilt and shame can actually lead to doing the exact thing that you don't want to do. You end up eating more all at the hands of guilt. So why is grace better? Well, I mean, kind of obvious, right, already, but let's dig into it a little bit about how God's grace is actually the solution to all of those things that you were hoping to accomplish by being stewed in food guilt. Grace is better because it keeps us focused on God. It is by grace you are saved. It's a gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. And it's the grace of God that leads to repentance. Negative self-talk and berating yourself, mm, it doesn't help. And yet, when we notice our sin or our shortcomings and determine that that actually is covered by God's grace, it keeps us focused on Him and fills our heart with praise and thanksgiving and gratitude for Jesus Christ. Wow, that's not a failure at all. In fact, I would say that that food slip was actually worth it if it ultimately pointed you to Christ. It gives us space to keep moving forward because you're not perfect. You're human. You're going to slip and fall. And God has made provisions for that for you. And he's known about that since the beginning of time. He's not surprised you shouldn't be either. Rather than getting upset with yourself, we focus on his grace and Christ and we move forward. Grace also gives us the room to learn. When you are stewing in your negative self-talk, there are no learning moments to be found within it. You can't see up from down. You don't know which way is left and right. All it is is dark and cold and a little frightening. Yet, when we bring in God's grace and we embrace our humanness and accept his forgiveness, we can lock arms with the Holy Spirit and begin to dig into the why behind our behavior. Because the Holy Spirit can discern the thought and the word of God can discern the thoughts and intents of your heart. We could dig and dig and try to find our motives and we may never come up with an answer. And yet when we prayerfully ask God to come in with us, he can show us what's going on in our hearts and what our true needs are. It lets us learn from our mistakes and ultimately grace means that God gets the glory. Wow. <laughs> what a difference. It's self-focus and shame or God being glorified through a slip or success. That's truly eating in a way that brings God into our daily lives and glorifies him and draws us closer to him. It's a total win. And food guilt will sideline that in every way possible. So how do we move from food guilt to God's grace? right? Because it feels like a cavernous jump that we could never make. And my first advice to you is to try it for one day. Give yourself one day where you are purposefully choosing not to beat yourself up for any food choice. Whatever it is that happens, you're going to let it go in a nanosecond. Boom, done, that's it. Notice it, name it, right? Repent from it. We're agreeing with God that it wasn't a great choice and sweep it under the rug of God's grace. Done. That could take just a few seconds or a few minutes and your life carries on and you make the next best choice possible. Try it for just one day. Are things better 
or worse? Did you have more peace and joy or was there more negativity and sadness? Were you focused more on yourself or were you focused more on God? Hmm, right? In which scenario was God glorified? So take that experimental day and begin to get a pulse of what it is that you're looking for. And then throughout your daily life, commit to paying attention. Am I in guilt or am I in grace? And decide to focus on maybe just one or two areas where you're going to slowly switch yourself from that negative all or nothing mindset into resting in God's grace. It's just a slow change of course. It's not going to happen overnight, but one moment, one choice, one second at a time, you can begin to have peace and freedom in your food choices. So what does that look like in real life? Um, An example may be that you notice specifically you beat yourself up over eating a little past full at dinner or for having an afternoon snack or maybe sugar is, you think sugar is, you know, your addiction or your problem. And that's where a large part of your negative self-talk stems from. You're going to focus in on that area and really, really saturate it with God's grace. This means acknowledging that you are not perfect, my friend, (laughs) and that you need God's help to overcome this challenge. And that when things don't go well, because you're going to have those moments, you're going to repent and you're going to sweep it under the rug of his grace and move on. Now, obviously you could do this, you know, over everything and every year of your life, but I find it super helpful to hone in on the one area that steals the most joy and peace from you and really start there. And you'll start to see how replacing food guilt with God's grace increases your relationship with him. You'll notice that you start making better food choices, not because you have to, but because you don't feel compelled to do otherwise. You're partnering with God, you're speaking to him more, he's filling your spirit and your soul and spirit and mind and emotions are getting healthier and happier as you go. Truly, 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 God's grace far exceeds food guilt and letting go of it is the best thing that you can do for your relationship with him, your body and what you eat. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, It changes everything. Oh, and P.S. If you're looking for an additional resource to help you get rid of those negative thoughts that lead to overeating, I've got the best resource for you. It's the 15 tips from the Bible to overcome overeating Bible study. It's five days, it's simple, it's word-based, and it will transform the way you see overeating. And the link is in the description below. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.